Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to Gigabit Nation, Broadband Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig Settles, and I want to thank everyone in the audience for taking time to be with us today. Our mission, as always, is to provide information to help public, private, and nonprofit organizations get faster, better broadband everywhere it needs to be in the U.S. of A. So today is a very good show on tap here, folks. Um, last year in Chattanooga, they started um, this program called Gig Tank, where they bring all these creative minds and budding geniuses together for what I refer to as summer camp for geeks, uh, where we where they basically spend three months developing uh, gigabit applications, applications that will take advantage of the uh, the screaming gigabit network that's in Chattanooga. And so they're doing it again this year because last year was such a great success. And I figured, you know, the the big um, party, if you will, to release the the apps that these folks have worked on all summer happens on August 6th, that demo day. And so I always like to try to get a preview of what's been going on in Chattanooga with the Gig Tank program and and let our audience kind of get a peek into uh, the future because, by and large, uh, these guys and gals have some really good stuff going on. Some of it is, you know, is, is awesome because of its uniqueness. Some of it is great because it takes, you know, everyday things that we typically do but finds new and better ways to do them in large part because of the um, gigabit uh, network that's at, you know, at their disposal. So the this year there are seven development teams of, of startup entrepreneurs and 11 technology specialists from around the world. And as we introduce our guest today, you will see that we are truly uh, an international gathering of folks here. Um, and as I said, they're all working for this big day, uh, August 6th, and I, ho- I will be down in, in Chattanooga for this, uh, where hundreds of people come together to see what, uh, what's, up, you know, what's up with these folks. So today we have uh, from a group called Tidbit, uh, Cody Bowen, uh, we have from another start- startup group called Hut Group, Hut Group, yeah, I got that right, um, Dudalyn uh, Yordanov and Ivan Dregal. Uh, we also have a third uh, startup here, Sensevery, uh, uh, which uh, their their lead uh, a- a person for the day is Bentley Cook. Gentlemen, thank you for being our guest today. Thank you for having us. So let's go around the table and talk about uh, what you guys are about to unleash on the gigabit world in a couple of weeks, starting with Cody. Yeah, um, Kidbit is a mobile training platform. Uh, Basically, we're going to take the influences of consumer apps, uh, such as Vine, Facebook, Twitter, and make it into an enterprise app where you can learn and spread that learning with your coworkers in not necessarily a fun way, but in an interesting way that will keep people inter, you know, entertained, engaged, and you know, willing to to share the knowledge, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we have what we're doing. We're accessing all the features of the phone, like the video, you know, the accelerator, and everything that makes the phone, the smartphone, what it is today, okay. and apply that in in the in your organization. Uh, we're right now we're working with like the, in the hospitality industry, such as uh, like restaurants and museums, and they have a high to- turnover rate, and 
that turnover rate is like some hidden costs and some you know situations that most people don't realize, such mm-hmm. as like the knowledge obviously will be lost with that employee that has all these great tips, tricks that they've learned over time that they've been there, and by losing all that, you'll notice that the performance all around goes down. When you lose that performance, that obviously eats into your revenue. So no one mm-hmm. wants to lose money, basically. Right. And um, you know, with losing all that information and the loss of money. People are slowly but surely realizing we need to do something about this. And literally every single person that we've spoken to in Chattanooga, we've had a 100% hit rate where they're like, we want your product. Mm-hmm. Because we identified that, you know, it's annoying to having to train people constantly every day and it's the old-fashioned shadowing or a oversized handbook that no one really reads. It come, becomes a placeholder on your desk. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Or on the higher end, you have learning management systems. They're, like, you know, robust, hard to navigate. Sometimes they take up to three or four months to just get set up and get going. Where our app is against all of that. We're, you know, a light, easy to use, easy to access, and, you know, just accessing your information within your head. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Um, Ivan, you and talk talk about your stuff. Okay, what we're doing is actually we are focused on manufacturing and uh, head grip is about better understanding and handling production downtime. And uh, the idea is to provide system for small and medium manufacturers that the big guys like Volkswagen and the other companies can afford. And mm-hmm. uh, our system is proactive, it's cloud-based, that, that's we need a fiber optic network and stable and reliable. And what we are doing is to take all this data right from the production line, analyze that data to prevent failures and to say, to send messages even before the failure to occur. For example, mm-hmm. just imagine that you, you have the system and you can receive message in two hours your bearing or some specific part of your system is going to fail if you don't check the temperature, for example. So we are doing like that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a early warning system uh, in, in, in some respects. Exactly, because the biggest problem of the manufacturing is the downtime. Uh, if they don't work, if they don't produce anything, they're losing money and time and trust, because business is about trust. And a single downtime actually affects the whole supply chain. It's not only your factory or mine factory. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, really critical to, to be up and running. Uh, so minimizing the, the downtime, it's something that is uh, really needed by the manufacturers and of course the it should be on affordable price because there are some solutions but you have to spend a few millions just to buy and integrate such kind of system with hub grip you can start with a single machine just to give it a try and then you can decide to you can uh install more and more sensors interesting okay and bentley let's talk about your company because i know i totally mangled your company name but i got everybody's <laughs> Family name, correct? <laughs> uh, yeah, at Sensevery, we are working on producing a cloud-based monitoring platform for the aging population. Um, you know, I have a problem right now where my grandfather is living alone. Um, he's 80 years old, and when I give him a call to check in with him, you know, I ask him how he's doing, and he says, "Okay, I'm doing good. You know, I'm doing fine." Well, the truth of the matter is. He's not going to tell me the truth every time. 
So we're kind of like Fitbit, but for grandpa. So we're working on a product that allows us to non-intrusively monitor his well-being. Um, you know, I wear a Nike Fuel Plus band most of the time, mm -hmm. and I do that because I care about the data I'm producing, and I want to monitor myself. And we think that same sort of um, idea can be applied to an aging population that's living alone. And right now there are over um, 40 million people, uh, excuse me, 10 million people in the U.S. over the age of 65 living alone, um, and no one knows really how they're doing. And so we want to try and fix that problem, and by doing that, creating this platform that people can, you know, check in and make sure everything's doing all right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Let's go back around. Now, this time, um, uh, oh, by the way, make sure you guys um, are, are um, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm multitasking here. Bentley, make sure that you get in touch with me afterwards. I got a, a company, uh, one of our guests in the chat room recommended a company that you guys should uh, touch base with because of their technology, and they're actually uh, where I'm going to be tomorrow giving this uh, workshop, this uh, broadband planning workshop. So you guys got one hookup going right off the get-go here, and we've only been right. here for five minutes. <laughs> So, so Cody, let's come let's come back to to your product first. Tell us where you're you're from, because uh, Ivan and, and uh, Dedlin are from Bulgaria, and and Cody, you're from a little closer to the states. Yeah, so I'm actually south of Florida, uh, about an hour and fifteen minutes plane ride to the beautiful paradise called Cayman Islands. <laughs> uh, uh, we should be doing the show from there. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, we can hook you up with a nice uh, view on the beach, sandy beach, palm trees. That'd be made for a great show. Excellent. Next week, folks, Gigabit Nation comes <laughs> live from the islands. Let's make it but, happen. Uh, <laughs> but, back, but back to your um, your your product. So now, your um, what was the genesis of this idea? Number one, and um, and is this what the 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 idea that you started with at the beginning of the session? Because I know over a couple of months you guys go through a fair amount of testing and feedback gathering to figure out you know the the viability and assure you guys are going down a good path. So what was the genesis of the idea, and and is it the same today as it was when you started? Well, the gig tank is literally a boot camp, in my opinion. Uh, you know, you have a plethora of advisors, you know, mentors, specialists, and it, they help you sharpen the tool, basically. Um, we started out with a, a, a pretty broad idea. We know it, we wanted to, to do something with the phone, so a mobile first. And we also, um, all of us, uh, my co-founders, we're all actually brothers. And um, we've all had some sort of business ownership experience and, you know, hospitality experience and just servicing, servicing people on a whole in, for their needs. And some of the key problems that we faced were how do you train these people to keep the high level of quality and standards that you want your business to, you know, exhume that personality and show that that's, this is what we're about. And, you know, everyone has their own personality, their own way of doing things, but you need a find a new, fun way to constantly have that person up to standard with what you expect and what you want. But, you know, <clears throat> Tidbit basically lends to that idea because what we're going to do is use video, which we all know we are all, like, visual learners. It's quick, it's easy to do that. To do that. 
and at the same time, our phone is like always on us. It's literally everything. You wake up in the morning, you check your phone. Before you go to sleep, you check your phone. So basically, when we started out, we wanted to just bring the the, the training manual and the handbook to your phone to you, but not in the the traditional way that people were just cramming information on a phone and say, read it. How do you really know I retained it? How do you really know I understand what you're, you know, what you're doing? And we've we found by going through this this process of fine tuning every little thing and finding our minimal viable product or our MVP, that the best person to train is the employee themselves. Because who knows their position better than that employee? They're doing it day in day out. Before they come to work, they're thinking about what they have to do. Afterward, they're thinking about what I could have done better. Mm-hmm. And there you, there you go. The phone is right there. You remember your situation that, like, for example, <clears throat> you encountered someone that really had a bad day as a customer. They walk in, and you see, you know, one of your coworkers dealing with them, and they just dealt with it horrible. And not to say that they didn't go through training or, they, you know, they have a bad personality, but they probably just never had that experience before. But imagine if I had that on my phone or my iPad or on a laptop when they go home, <clears throat> that they could access that a video that I made or or someone else in the in the training department made saying, "Hey guys, this is how we want company A to to to, to behave when it comes to a bad customer." Mhm. So basically, we went from a we went from a broad like big picture down mm-hmm. to focusing on you know the small things matters. So is the idea that by having this be a mobile app that you're able to, in essence, capture the, the most important information right at the spot of the customer business interaction where where things matter the most? Exactly. Because, I mean, if, uh, per se, you know, I, I used to manage like 40 people. I'm not necessarily at every single location that that person is assigned, so I don't know exactly what those 40 people experience on a daily basis. But could you imagine if I had an access to them where they could record, like, hey, this happened to me today, and this is what I occurred. This is my solution. I think this is the best way to fix the situation because we've been doing it, you know, a way, but it doesn't work. And they push that information to me, and I, as the manager, can review this, give them feedback and say, hey, can you reshoot this video but just add this in there? Or, mm-hmm. hey, this is really great. I didn't know you can do it this way. Thank you. And I just I hit publish. It's as easy as that. I view it. I approve it. Hit publish. And all 40 of my workers now know something that only one person knew before. Mm-hmm. Now, have you gotten any kind of market feedback on, uh, on, on what you're doing? I mean, the, the logic and everything that you've explained makes a lot of sense. I can see where it would have value, the, the, the use uh, of, of the mobile devices, you know, for the kind of workers you're talking about makes a lot of sense. Um, but have you um, fortified all of this thinking with some direct, um, you know, potential customer feedback or feedback from those people who are in what would be your target uh, market? Oh, definitely. The the people of Chattanooga are very uh, welcoming. You know, they are uh, no nonsense, okay. no nonsense kind of city. You know, they want they want production, they want success. But, you know, they're welcoming to talk to you, to, to tell you, like, yes, your product will work, or no, that will never work. They're, they're honest. And we have spoken to uh, some people like uh, Fork and Pie, the Hunter Museum, 
um, Supply Hog, and you name it. And everyone, literally, when we explain our product and show them, you know, our in-house beta, they're like, "This can work for me. I can use this." I want. I literally, a guy said to me, "Can I? Can I pay for this now? Can I just download this right now?" <laughs> and we just immediately signed them up to, to to do beta testing, which we're gonna launch pretty soon, on a, a bigger scale. We had saw, we talked to a few more companies, and they signed on. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is uh, this is pretty good. You know, I, I forgot about that that element of um, of Gig Tank is that you guys pretty much have a an open door to a lot of folks in Chattanooga who can you know are willing to be you know test subjects uh, guinea pigs for lack of a better phrase I guess but uh, <laughs> but who are willing to you know really look at this stuff and give you guys feedback and I'm sure that helps immensely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. I, we spoke to a few other people that we didn't realize we could probably even venture in that space, uh, such as like Crashpad, which mm-hmm. is uh, like a outdoors, they're, they're like a hostel welcome to like, you know, people that like to be outdoors. Mm-hmm. And we're we not sure if we could get into there, but when we spoke to them, they were very receptive. And right away, within a, a five-minute conversation, they were they were on for it. Even mm-hmm. the, the Chattanooga uh, Convention Visitors Bureau, they they spoke to us on two different occasions and they were 100% like yes we can use this in in all aspects of our company excellent um uh Dedlin and Ivan either or, or both of you can answer this one again what was the um what was the genesis what was the thought behind your app uh idea and and how has it changed from what you were thinking about doing uh, three months ago or two months ago to where it is right now? Actually, uh, what was the initial thought? We started with, uh, because now currently we're focused on, on manufacturing. And we started this with uh, buildings. And uh, we figured out that maybe manufacturing would benefit more from our solution because we give them a way to monitor their process. Uh, on a consolidated basis, they can follow their production online, basically. Mm-hmm. And we, we think that this will bring them value because uh, this is something like imagine you have a factory, you have uh, uh, four or five machines, and your engineer has to uh, go and check each one of them. If you have a hot grip in front of you, you can check this only for 10 seconds. You just log in with your account and your checking the conditions for all these machines. And I just, okay. I, I can, actually the reason to start with this project is that, well, you know the, the, the time before iPhone and after iPhone, there were a lot of phones before the iPhone, and, but the productivity with the iPhone is completely different story, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we asked ourselves, okay, there are a lot of new technologies and the consumer markets, you can see these techni- new technologies, it's so easy to adopt these technologies. And the question is, why the industry uh, don't uh, utilize the latest technology? What is the reason behind that? Mm-hmm. And so we started with, with uh, this and... Uh, Actually, we've been working for more than two years on this project, and uh, for these uh, months, uh, we realized that it was the price. It was the it's complicated. It's uh, the new technologies are slowly adopted. There is no right solutions for that, and uh, we have strong software backgrounds. 
uh, data analytics backgrounds and to know uh, we possess a lot of knowledge how to interpret data actually and uh, at some point we we realized that we can help manufacturers because the manufacturers are the backbone of uh, the economy you know in each country mm -hmm. so having our knowledge we can and uh, knowing how to do software we can apply our knowledge in in this field of the manufacturing and here in Chattanooga, we have the, the, the great opportunity to, to validate that because of the fiber uh, network, uh, which gives us the real-time access to the manufacturer's equipment first. And uh, the second, all the people are supportive, and we manage to talk with uh, a lot of people from the industry. And now we know that we're on the right track. Actually, they, okay. have, a need. they have a need for that solution, and we see that there is demand for such a solution yeah. we're providing. Okay, so you're basically able to get, um, because Nutanuga still has a fairly uh, you know, sizable manufacturing base, and so subsequently, because you are there, you're able to get this uh, real-world feedback uh, from the manufacturers who are the target of your, um, of your application. And, and by the way, will this application do you see it being sold worldwide yeah it could be uh, there is no limitation of uh, country or continent uh, just uh, actually there is no limitation of the data you could collect temperature you could uh, collect uh, speed vibration whatever you need you you can just visualize it and if it brings value to you you can use it to to improve your process yeah and uh, actually we choose to to be here at Chattanooga and part of Geek Tank because of the the right mixture with the small, medium, and large enterprises and reliable infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And our business is not focused only here in tennis in Chattanooga, it's worldwide. We're coming from Bulgaria, so that was the initial idea, to, to make a huge business. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Uh, Bentley, let's talk a little bit about your genesis and, and where you've come since uh, May. Yeah, um, since every actually started with the founder, Parth, um, who's from India, um, who had a grandfather um, that fell and unfortunately passed away because of the fall. Um, and Parth was out of the country and unable to know that his grandfather wasn't doing well leading up to the fall. Um, and I, I think that... It, Parth really struggled to understand why we weren't using the technologies that we, you know, use to monitor ourselves and our well-being to make sure that our loved ones are also um, doing all right. And so that's where Sense Every kind of got its start. Um, I, I actually came to the Gig Tank as one of those technology specialists. Um, I, I've got a background in computer science, and so I'm familiar with. Uh, web development as well as um, mobile application development. And Parth and I got talking, and Parth shared this idea that he'd been working on. Um, and it was something that uh, really grabbed me. You know, I've, I've got a grandmother and a grandfather um, who both live alone currently, and I realized, you know, I, I don't actually know um, on a day to day basis whether they're doing all right. And so I, I was really interested in, you know, coming together and helping Parth uh, bring Sense Every to full realization. Mm -hmm. So this one really is a product that started from personal experience. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh huh. 
Now, has it it changed in terms of you know what you envisioned from the beginning versus what it is now? Yeah, um, you, we always had like an idea, but I think that's the great thing about Gig Tank and any true accelerator is that by the end of it, you know, it's um, crucible. I think that's the best word for it is you come in with this great big idea and you're like, this is awesome. Um, and I think any good accelerator is going to spit you right back out and you're going to be, you're going to be down here and say, Oh my gosh, I, that's a terrible idea. And then you get picked up and, and you change it a little bit and you're like, this is what it is. Um, so, you know, I, I'd say that we started out on the same track and it's, it's found its highs and lows and we're really um, nailing it down now. And I, I really like where we're headed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, um, you know, the, the telemedicine, uh, I mean, you all three of you have some really interesting uh, applications, and it's fairly easy, well, at least for me anyway, to see where, you know, where the applicability is. I mean, you, you start with, um, uh, you know, the, the, the Tidbit product, and it's all about gathering data at the point of company-customer interaction, and this is one of those areas that, you know, I think a lot of folks who are customers, who are the consumers, get really frustrated about is is the, the level of customer service. You know, we look at the um uh the the, the product uh, you know, from Ivan and Dedlin and we sort of say, Well, geez, this is uh, you know, key because the manufacturing process, though it is um not what it used to be, say thirty, forty years ago in the US it's still an important part of uh, of life here, and the ability to run manufacturing processes easy easier to be more proactive has significant dollar and cents impact. And I think my um, you know the audience here has heard me talk in the past about telemedicine and the ability to um, monitor. Uh, what's going on? Because our our population, and I'm, I, I'm guessing that this is true in other countries as well as the U.S., but definitely in the U.S., we're living longer, people want to stay independent longer, but it creates that strain on those who are the caregivers or the relatives trying to keep up uh, with that. Um, so, so uh, you know, so clearly you guys have, have touched on some important uh, areas and needs. Let's talk about, you know, development life in a gigabit environment because that's a lot of the draw obviously of being in Chattanooga is there is their network um what kinds of you know value and freedom and you know things that you cannot do elsewhere uh is happening with this gig tank project and your access to the to the gig network and this time we'll start with um Dedlin and Ivan, you know, talk about, you know, how has the gig helped you move this thing forward? Yeah, Gig Tank has tremendously helped us uh, because of the exposure, because of the connections to the manufacturing. As Ivan said, we had the opportunity to connect with uh, uh, some of the manufacturers here, and we think this is a, a great value for us. Because of the the ease and the openness of those people who are open to try something new, they realize their problem, and they see that we can help. And this is the the great value because of uh, connections of the mentors who uh, provide us with the really really useful connect 
with mm -hmm. the manufacturers. Mm -hmm. And from gigabit point of view, uh, well, just imagine that you have a system that requires real-time data, which means that we need a, f a re reliable infrastructure, and the fiber optic is reliable infrastructure. We have to perform real-time data analytics to prevent something, which means we have to be able to communicate back to the manufacturing uh, equipment. So it's a must-have for our project. Mm -hmm. um, and one thing before we move on to the, to the, um, to the next person, uh, you guys, I think you mentioned earlier, you're, you're in touch with the folks at, at the VW plant there in Chattanooga, right? You're, you're testing your stuff out there? Uh, no, we are not testing testing our equipment there because, you know, uh, Volkswagen. I, I gave uh, Volkswagen as an example because their big environment. They spend a lot of money to build these environments, and they can afford such kind of solutions. But ah, okay, uh, I see. Yeah, but Where just imagine that Volkswagen are big, but they re rely on their suppliers, which are medium to small. Mm -hmm. And if your suppliers are not uh, good enough, if, if there are delays in the supply chain, Volkswagen are affected. Okay, so so basically you're targeting the mid-size and smaller manufacturers, but obviously what you do for them has an impact on the bigger manufacturers because they rely on the, you know, on those smaller companies meeting their timelines and deadlines and all of that. Exactly. What we're trying to do is to provide the system the big guys have for the small and medium. Mm -hmm. For automation, Excellent. predictive analytics, this is what we're trying to do. We're mm -hmm. trying to bring uh, back the competitive advantage of the big ones to the small and medium. Excellent. Uh, that makes that makes all the sense in the world. Let's, uh, Bentley, let's, let, let's have you talk a little bit about, uh, besides the fact that you're home, uh, <laughs> what kind of advantages are there that you found, uh, you know, working with the, you know, with the gigabit network? Um, I mean, obviously, first and foremost, it is smoking fast. Um, I, I think that goes without saying. Um, whether that makes me more productive or just means I uh, can, I, I don't know. I love that I pull up a web page and it's instant. Um, I think first and foremost, it's really fast and. You, it's really challenging, you know. I think we're constantly um, tasked with, you know, how can we use this network? And the answer we've kind of found is it's really hard to use the entire network and use a whole gigabit. Um, but it's been really, really inspiring to see what other people are doing, whether it's just research, you know, at um, the Sim Center at UTC or stuff uh, EPBs teaming up with other people to do, to see the stuff that's beginning to utilize that network and kind of saying, you know, we can't use that right now, but, man, in five years, I would really like to put this technology into our system. Um, and so that, that's been a really cool thing to kind of get a peek behind the curtain to see what's coming. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Um, now, you're, you're working with the cloud. Uh, I mean, your application is a cloud-based application. Let's talk uh, for a minute before we uh, move to Cody um, this cloud thing, you know, I mean, I know it is talked about a lot. I'm not sure how many people really understand, you know, what it means to really be in the cloud or, or what have you. But have you found that, you know, having the, the gigabit network at your back makes doing or creating stuff for the cloud um, different, better, 
whatever, and, and, and how so? Yeah, I mean, I think um, just like uh, Hutgrip, we're doing data analytics um, and having a fast, having the cloud exist in this fast network allows us to utilize it. Um, and again, you know, that's one of the things where we're not using it yet, but we've seen some real cool things. Um, we heard a presentation um, just a week or two ago about a technology that runs on the fiber, uh, that uses this fiber network. Um, so a, a big problem is, you know, we've got local gigabit, um, but we're not, there's, there's a lot of like bunny hops happening outside of um, this in, inner gigabit, and they presented this kind of real cool idea to say, what if you had locally a machine running and you had a gig straight to that machine and you could utilize the computation of that machine on this gig network. Um, it's a little bit abstracted, it's a little bit techy, it's a little bit nerdy, um, but seeing that and, and knowing that that is an option and it's probably going to be an option in a lot of places um, as this kind of network grows across the U.S., um, no, getting the chance to say, we can be doing that before anyone else because we're in Chattanooga and we, we've kind of had the insider knowledge. I think that has been um, the most powerful aspect of it. And just to add to that from a business perspective, just imagine that you can outsource uh, dietary-related things to, the cl to a cloud solution. You shouldn't care about the servers, server rooms, UPS, backups, uh, IT stuff, or whatever. So you can focus your resources on your core competencies. Mm -hmm. And from um, the sorry, from the from the cost point of view, uh, the cloud is giving you the opportunity to lower the cost tremendously to the service mm -hmm. you provide. Cody, let's hear from you in terms of your take on you know how how is this working in a world of application development when you have a gig under your feet? Well, yeah. Um, Listen to the rest of guys. We have the, we share the same vision when it comes to our experiences. I realize that you know it's like it's the way of the future. It's the next big thing. You know, it's like the internet part two in a sense. And when the internet first came out, it was this you know wow factor and the you know the the the, the unlimited ideas and things that you could do with it. The having the gigabit speed and the gigabit network in Chattanooga showed me that. You know, there's even more unlimited boundaries that you can 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 break right now, and even though I, I didn't really lend to say cloud in in regards to our application, our information and video, even though we're going to be using personal phones like your individual employees' phones, who really wants to have work stuff on their phones? So you push it to our platform where you know we store our stuff in the cloud too, and you can quickly access it at the tip of your fingers and you have the information right away. Because, like I said before, we're replacing the handbook, which for you to find something that you want to answer to really quick, you have to go in the index and go through the chapters and figure out what area it could be in. And right now, you know, we're speaking to some data analytics people that are going to help us devise a search, a way to search through all that information when you have an indeed amount of information and videos and text and images to say, well, you know, I may have this thing I want to figure out, but I don't know how to ask that question or find the right video if I was trying to go through a handbook as well. By, mm -hmm. you know, typing in real quick, you pull that information in a matter of seconds. 
And that's how fast this thing, this gigabit speed is. Like, it's it's right there. There's no lie to that advertisement, what they say about the speed here. And, you know, one thing I think, too, um, that a lot of people, you know, it's really easy to focus on, you know, what a gig, uh, the gig network and everything. I think one of the things we've all kind of realized are the fringe benefits of that. Um, something so powerful and so progressive brings with it some really talented minds. Um, and so, you know, the fact that we have that here, that we are bringing those people here, and that we are able to use our network at the Gig Tank to reach out to these people that have come here for this great technology alone, you know, that's a huge fringe benefit for young entrepreneurs trying to um, really step up their game. Thank you, mm -hmm. Bentley. We're, we're the perfect example of that. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's very interesting. Yeah. You know, the, um, the, the interesting thing about um, a lot of this I see with, with the geek uh, tank experiment, not experiment, the actual, you know, the program, is mm -hmm. that, you know, you always have those folks on the fringe saying, who needs a gig, who wants a gig, why should we have a gig? And I think that that is because of a very maybe tunnel vision view uh, that these folks, these critics have, which is of the average person in their home and they're just trying to download Netflix or whatever. But is it really, isn't it really the, um, I don't know, the, the use by, call it specialized segments of the community which is where the gig comes into play. For example, uh, if you have a hospital and you want to do medical research or you want to access all kinds of the latest medical techniques, having the gig opens up those opportunities. And maybe not everybody directly benefits, but, but, but definitely the, uh, the medical community benefits and the citizens benefit indirectly. And you could say the same thing for training or for education. Now, you talked about, you're talking about, you know, in Cody's case, um, uh, giving people a way to learn on the spot because they now have this mobile device and they can, and they have your app and they can now access or they can record all kinds of feedback. I guess my point being that um, maybe the first level of discussion about why a community should have. Uh, a gig is because it opens up awesome special opportunities for segments of their population that indirectly impacts the rest of their population. Does that make I'll, sense? Uh, yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll give you a, a personal connection to that. Um, I mean, everyone goes to the movies or watch TV and they see all these shows about the future and, you know, the possibilities of what can be done. And that's just based upon imagination of a director or a writer and you get wowed by it. Why not bring that a part of your everyday life? Why not be able to do everything even better than it used to be? Why not make something good great, something great legendary? And no matter what you do, faster is always better. And for a critic to look at the possibilities and say, well, why do I really need this? I think it's just simply, you know, the fear of the unknown. And by having great minds like, you know, we've brought to the table and other people to come behind us, we hope to inspire that. It'll, it will, like, open up your mind to do great and better things. And to ha have access to this type of technology and speed, it, it blows my mind that you wouldn't want to take advantage of it because, you know, there became a certain point in time that you go, hey, you know, 
everything is good right now. The technology we're getting is good right now. But like Apple, if Steve Jobs didn't decide to say, I want to do something different, I want to change the world, we wouldn't have smartphones. We wouldn't have a lot of the things that we, we literally experience on a day-to-day basis but don't even realize that we're experiencing it because one man had a dream, had access to technology and speed to recreate, reinvent the space. And that's what Tidbit is also trying to do also, reinvent mm-hmm. the space of training, reinvent the way people learn, reinvent the way people are interactive at work. And it lends back again to a business perspective, like, why not raise the quality and standards of my employees so that my customer can have a wonderful, awesome, great interaction with my company? They'll come back. They'll spend more money. They'll leave tips. They'll tell other people about my business. So it all leads right back down to the foundation of having that gigabit speed and having that access to technology and the people coming all over the world. I mean, hey, they're from Bulgaria. I would never have met someone from Bulgaria if I didn't come here to see and hear their wonderful ideas. And, I mean, there's so many other brothers and sisters at the Geek Tank, you know, such as Ford Help, see Sasha, and, and I can go on and mirror. And if you sit down and hear some of their, their ideas, if there wasn't the access for the gigabit, you would never really get a chance for them to explore developing these ideas. Mm-hmm. Is uh, having the uh, network, uh, it's a kind of opportunity, and uh, we'll find a way to utilize this opportunity. So, uh, just imagine the, the, the data, the traffic generated by mobile devices before Apple, and imagine after Apple. Mm-hmm. Don't realize that, but the, the data is huge. So, we will make products, people will uh, develop more products utilizing this uh, gigabit network. It's no doubt in that. So now um, let's look at uh, how do I want to proceed here. Let's look at what you guys see in the area that you are targeting with your current product. So we'll start with Cody again. So taking your products and you describe, you know, what it, what it does and, and the audience and so forth. But if you were to look down the road a year, um, where would you see your kind of technology and gigabit networks having an impact uh, and call it, call it a year to two years uh, down the road in the industry that you're focused on currently? Um, in the hospitality industry, we want to go as far and deep as we can get with and every all aspects of the subcategories to hospitality, but I I've always talked to my co-founders and you know maybe people might say I'm dreaming big, but I want to impact every single industry because again our 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 app our platform is interactive yes, but at the same time people get from it you know the users are going to get from it and it's going to be able to in my opinion raise the level of quality that you're going to get from individuals period. So in every single industry we want to go into, I mean, this application can be used even for military. This application can be used in the medical field. You know, it's such a, it's an app that is not necessarily tell you what to do, but we have some guiders and frameworks to keep you in line of how to use the app, but it has many use case scenarios. It, you know, we didn't really think of a shift, game, shift change communication, but in speaking with people, we realized that, okay, we need to add that feature because in the industry itself of hospitality, 
people working shifts, the morning shifts, the evening shifts, and even the late night shift, depending on what you know you're doing. And it, it opens up the line of communication as well. Mm-hmm. So, so Bentley, what about you're in in the world of telemedicine? I mean, granted, yours is a segment of you know all things telemedicine, but you know, in this area, of sort of monitoring and and caring for relatives who aren't in the same room with us. <clears throat> a year from now, two years from now, where do you see what you're doing? Where's it going to evolve to by then? Um, I don't want to give away too too much of our secret sauce, but uh, well, you know, I, you saw the competition. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it's the capturing and analyzing of data, um, and it's predictive analysis. It's a very human thing. You know, I, I think the best example I give of this is when you wake up in the morning and you look outside and you say, oh, it's cloudy, I should grab an umbrella. What you've just done is you've gone back and you have used all of the data you've collected through your life and you said, you know, you, you do it internally. For us, it's very human. You say, oh, it's probably going to rain because it's cloudy out. That is predictive analysis at its very finest, I think. Um, and so I, I, where we're going is capturing this data and making sure that we can look at it all, visualize it, and use it to do that same type of predictive analysis. Um, and I think that, especially in the healthcare industry, um, everyone's beginning to realize the huge beneficial impact that doing this sort of data analysis can have on, you know, cost reduction um, across the board, whether it's monitoring an aging population or um, working on taking the huge paper files that healthcare companies have now and putting those into some sort of digital storage. Um, I, I really think, you know, that is where healthcare is. I mean, that's where everything's going, but I think healthcare has a lot of room to grow, um, and there's a lot of money to save, but, you know, a lot of money to be made saving that money. Mm-hmm. Nope, I, I definitely see where um, where you're going with that one. Let, what about um, Ivan? Uh, what do you two think, you know, how will manufacturing uh, be changed, improved? You know, what would it look like in a year or two from now following the trajectory of where your application is going today, do you think? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, our vision is to to make the manufacturers more effective, to improve their processes. Even if they are not sure how to do that, we can help even with that. And uh, we do believe we can do it because most of the manufacturers, they they say, hey, I, I know my knowledge, I, uh, I'm i using the, the know-how I have, my experience to solve my problems but uh, often they do not know how the things are affected by external factors like temperature or even humidity. So using the technologies uh, and our platform, we can uh, give them solution for their problems, uh, analyzing data and this data they already have. It's generated every second. Mm-hmm. So we envision to, to help them being more effective, to concentrate their efforts, improving their process, uh, to be more successful, and to grow in business, to hire more people. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, what, what we're trying to do, pretty much like Bentley said, is uh, predictive analysis, but for the manufacturing, not for our relatives. <laughs> 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 <You make> <laughs> <listen>. <laughs> 
Uh, but the biggest, the biggest vision is to make the revolution that Apple did seven years ago in the manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, by the way, one of the one of the guests, uh, one of the um, audience members asks, uh, do you guys keep in touch with the folks who went were in the gig tank program last year? Yeah, actually, we have had um, encounters with uh, Banyan, Team Banyan. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, uh, yep. They won the big prize. Yeah, um, you know, we speak to them and get some advice and, you know, just interaction basically um, about the life, basically, because it's just a whole different experience going from a 9 to 5 or going from being in your room developing your your idea to actually physically being hands-on, dealing with other people. So it, they helped us out a lot by talking to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, cool. I think they're certainly a great resource because they they left Chattanooga um, after winning, and they kind of got back to their places and realized we are based in Chattanooga. We need to go back. We need to be there. Um, so definitely, Banyan's a great uh, resource. We actually had a mentor. Um, there's a mentor last year, but was not one this year. Come back today to meet with people just to check in and say, hey, how are things going? And um, you know, after talking to him, I think a number of teams, he said, let me put you in contact with someone. Let me help you out. And he, he kind of, he started being a mentor all over again. Um, <laughs> and, and so having that, you know, having that sort of environment to work in, is just uh, a great, great thing to have. Mm-hmm. By the way, are, are you guys all on uh, like the, the key professional social media like Twitter? I know I, I'm seeing some of you guys tweeting, so I know you're on Twitter. Um, are you on uh, LinkedIn and Facebook as well? Yeah, um, that's probably me tweeting because I'm <laughs> live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm on I'm on LinkedIn and I'm on Facebook as well. Um, I can pull up my info if you wanna. Anyone in there in the radio line wanna add me? I'm always welcome to network with new people. Always receptive to hear new things. Um, my name's Cody Bowen, C O D Y. I think Bowen, B O W E N. Just type it in, you will find me. You'll see something about tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bentley, you on you on all the networks? Uh, I yeah, I am findable on both uh, Twitter and LinkedIn. I, I I'm not currently on Facebook. <laughs> Look That's at all right. You may have more hours in your day because of it. <laughs> <laughs> part of my part of my job. You guys in the networks too. Uh, yes, just to look for a hub grip and you'll find us. Oh, cool deal, cool deal. Well, I'll be meeting you guys when I get there, but uh, for our, for the folks in the audience who aren't uh, aware, August the 6th is when uh, they have Demo Day, which is when all of the participants in Gig Tank uh, are going to show off their stuff. And it's, uh, I, I wish I could remember there was an analogy someone used last year. It's kind of like American Idol meets Survivor. <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> sort of the nature of demo day, but it is definitely a lot of fun. Uh, it's an eye-opening experience, and I was just truly surprised. I mean, they packed the ballroom last year, and they had like an overflow audience. They had to, you know, uh, beep the stuff over into into the next room. That's how big the crowd was. But it's it's definitely an awesome uh, event. Let's talk about, you know. Advice you would give other communities because there's there there are a lot of communities now wanting or actually building uh, gigabit networks. Now Kansas City is 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 pretty high profile as is Chattanooga for having these kinds of 
you know, bring people together, creative people, give them space to, you know, to create to their heart's content, give them support and mentors and all of that. And I would say that, uh, you know, between the two uh, communities, Chattanooga and Kansas City, you know, there's a lot of examples of how to do this kind of thing. But what would you recommend to other communities, and some may be small in the middle of Montana or the middle of Iowa, that want to do something like Gig Tank uh, to some degree, um, how would you recommend you know, they do that, you know, coming coming from the participant perspective, obviously. And but let's start with Bentley. We'll work with you and then the other two guys, three guys. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it, the, the word gigabit network um, it has a very double meaning. It's not just the literal, you know, Ethernet line. It is also the gigabit human social network that comes with it. Um, and that's the most valuable thing is, having access to individuals, um, putting smart people together in a room. Um, you know, even though Yvonne and I are working on totally different things um, in different spaces, the fact that we can sit down at a table, we'll talk for 10 minutes and walk away and be like, oh, man, I've got to go write this down because this is such a good idea that I want to, you know, work more on it. And so it's really lowering those barriers to access to um, both technologies but also human resources um, is a super, super valuable thing. Um, so bringing players together to sit down at a table and talk about it, I think is step one. Mm-hmm. In my uh, personal opinion, like uh, from my experience, it, it, what they need to do is obviously come and actually experience it for themselves somehow, some way. But one of the key foundations, like what Bentley said, is the networking and the, the human social connection. Um, they have to have serious networkers, not people that are just going to tell you, yeah, I love your idea, and bye, and that's it. You need to be serious about wanting to change the way people do things as an investor, as an advisor, as anyone that's going to have any sort of play in this. Like, you know, us as entrepreneurs that have these great ideas, we can only do so much. We need the rest of the world to be a part of this, too. You know, it's not just for my personal use or for me to have fun with. You know, our, all our co-founders and our team members, they are, we're all serious about what we're doing, and we want to change things. So we need people in the network to be serious with us, too, and take us to the next level. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's all about the network and being serious and having infrastructure and, a, a, you know, a clear, transparent framework. Because it doesn't make sense for you to say that you're going to do one thing as a as a you know a gigabit or a network, and then don't live up to you, to what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And to that, Bentley, you're you're right saying that the human factor is it's really important. And when I came here after the first week, I realized that I'm already a part of community. So my personal recommendation is try to build communities of entrepreneurs and smart people and uh, before that we realized that Chattanooga is the right place for us because of the gigabit network and the manufacturing and uh, after that we were surprised to realize that also we have the connection, we know the right people, they're supportive, they're warm and they're friendly Mm -hmm. it's really important any other thoughts? we got about five, uh, we got about four minutes so maybe if each company could sort of have a parting, uh, you know, this is the value of the gig 
uh, environment, that would be a good thing. And let's start with um, Ivan and or Detlin. One minute, what's what's been the big value point here? Well, the big value, if I have to summarize, is that uh, the opportunity we had to interact with the real business, with the real mentors, with the, the real world, because um, if you start from the phase you're an idea, to the next phase you test your uh, idea, and next phase is to uh, meet your potential customers. And uh, this development, you can, in such places, you can experience it all, and you can uh, have a finished and polished product, which you can even go to the market with it. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the big values, such kind of communities, such kind of networks, and uh, all the human network is providing to us. And this is really, really important to to give you uh, the the foundation to build a sustainable business products. Uh, my take on it, my take on it is that um, the, the the meaningful and serious connections again, um, because even though we just have this three month span, it doesn't it doesn't end here. You know, this is the beginning of the journey that we're going to take a, a a much longer process and, you know, further development, research. And we want to continue having the connection with the individuals in the communities from the, you know, the, the corporations right down to the, every single small business. So, you know, that's my value to, to, to this experience. Okay. And Bentley? Yeah, I, I would say, you know, it's kind of um, I, I come from a liberal arts background, and so you know, personal growth and um, character is something that I, I care deeply about. And it's almost disappointing on demo day because you're seeing the polished, finished, you know, sexy, good-looking thing. Um, but I think the real message that I wish we could see was what that first pitch in front of you know 20 people looked and sounded like, and what that first product was. Um, because I think the real powerful message is in the growth from that point A to point B on demo day. Um, I, I think you, you know, I think we're going to have awesome, awesome stuff on demo day, but the real, real cool thing is how all of us came in these kind of unpolished, unfinished, tarnished, uh, ideas, products, that sort of thing. And we've grown every single team has, and we grow by the week and we see that, um, and, you know, I think for me that has been the most rewarding and most valuable part of being a part of the gig tank. Mm-hmm. Excellent. This has been um, this has been a pretty a pretty good show and a lot of good ideas and, and a lot of good stuff that you guys are developing. I personally cannot wait to get down to Chattanooga and, and, and meet with you guys in person and, and see the stuff that you're working with. And I advise anyone of our listeners who can get down there, uh, definitely make the journey August 6th, going down to Chattanooga, demo day. It's good. I mean, people got to see these things going on in Chattanooga and Kansas City in particular because both cities are just rocking it here as far as, as, as trying to tap that potential gig. So in closing, gentlemen, thank you very, very, very much for being guests on our show today. Thank you so much for having us. Sorry, CJ. Uh, I want to also say that um, for the listeners out there, if you want to connect with uh, Tidbit, you could uh, visit our website, www.tidbit.co, or you can connect with us on Twitter with Try Tidbit, T-R-Y-T-I-D-B-I-T. And we will definitely respond to you. We're always open to communication and learning. Excellent. 
And I'll take the uh, the contact info for the rest of you guys and put that up on the site soon after this is over. Uh, in, in closing, uh, Tuesday, Monday is my 20, uh, second anniversary show. Two years we've been on the air with Gigabit Nation. So you want to check that out because we're going to be back in Chattanooga again. Everybody have a great day, and we'll talk to you again next week. Awesome. awesome.